This week's episode is brought to you by Bell Enterprises, where their mission is to encourage, empower, and equip individuals to live, express, and be their best selves through various products and services. This week's product that we're highlighting is the Big Ten Beer Oil. Fellas, listen, I use it personally. It does a great job of moisturizing the skin. None of the beard keeps the beard soft, not to mention it smells great. So if you guys are looking for it, you can go to Oils Well Products on Facebook and grab your bottle. Now, let's start the show. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey. And we back. 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 Hey. 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 Let's get these shot glasses ready. Yes. Yeah. 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 What it do, what it do, what it do, baby. We back at it once again with this thing called Wooisms. Yes, sir. It's your boy Woo. And I'm sitting here with the homie Big Hess. What's happening? What's happening? Unfortunately, the homie Jay Easy has something going on this week. Yeah. Matter of fact, something going on today. <laughs> at this moment. At this very <laughs> moment. Right. That is uh hindering him. <laughs> For being here with the fellas. I mean, that's what happens when you the boss, though. That's what happens when you the boss. Yeah. You the boss. But you know what, though? Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> nah, I, ain't, uh, I was just, I was just messing around, man. You know, uh, he ain't had a, a woosa moment. Oh yeah, he for is, a minute. He is living a woosa moment yes, as, we, as speak. we speak. Yeah, man. as we speak. Yeah. You know, so it ain't no hate, man. Um, but I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be epic. I can't wait to hear Jay Easy, right, and his woosa. Oh man. Cause it's it's gonna be one. Yeah, for sure. It's gonna be one. You know, man. It was just a stretch. When Jay would come in, remember in the beginning, Jay would not talk at all. Yeah, like he wouldn't even talk in the background. He wouldn't talk at like, all. Man. He would just like we'd be like <laughs> the homie Jay Easy. He throw his hand up like people could see him or something because he was yeah. behind the camera. Yeah, man. But then he came alive. Yeah, he said, "You know what?" As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the picture that I posted. Yes, that was the very moment. The picture that I posted on my Instagram and Facebook. To commemorate the homie Big Hess for his birthday, yeah, was the very moment <laughs> when we asked, "Hey Jay, you got something to say?" And he said, "As a matter of fact, <laughs> I do got something to say." Yeah, yeah. And it was that very moment, man. Yeah. And then it was just a stretch <laughs> where Jay was just coming in and he was woo signing it out. It just so happens the woo sign coincided with him firing people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, he fired. He fired someone straight like three, three episodes straight. Yeah, it was it was hot, hot fire. Yeah, like dialing, dialing. J J J J J. Right. I fire and I spit. I spit hot fire. <laughs> and uh, you know, if y'all been listening, the ones that have been listening, um, 
Jay had came in, man. It was he was on a stretch where he was just happy. He didn't have, really have no Wusa moments. He was piggybacking off me and Hess's uh, <laughs> Wusa moments, being right. angry. <laughs> so, right. you know, hopefully, hopefully before we end tonight, that he does, you know, give us a call in. Yeah, we'll see. And we'll plug, we'll plug the brother in. Yeah. So, uh, you know, y'all just keep uh, keep Jay's in y'all thoughts and prayers, man, as he pulled through what he's going through right now. Um, man, last one we said, it's like we're going to be coming back and we're going to be talking about this again, man. Yeah. So, you know, uh, what well, we are, two days late and a dollar short. Yeah, yeah, something like that, but we Something here. like that, but we here, man. Yeah, man. Uh, kudos to, to the, the homie, the bishop, <laughs> Sean T.D. Hesley. Man, brother. How does it feel to have another trip around the sun? Bruh, like, I brought this one in with a bang, so mm. um, it feels great, man. Me and, man. Me and the wife went down to uh, okay. Mexico. Yep. Um, and we finna uh, take these shots of this uh, Terra Mana. Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean. This The Rock tequila. Yeah, it, because it's. Because we still celebrating your birthday, sir. It's fitting. It's fitting. But I tell you this, man, like, I got to. Uh, I got to ride on a yacht for the first time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, Man, that's what happened when you the, the big dog. Bro, that's a different type of living. Yeah. It's a different type of living, man. So how, so how was it? I mean, I'm sunburned. Because, I mean, I was just out on a yacht riding through the Caribbean. Oh, okay. It was beautiful, though. But yeah. I, my legs are, like, jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, but man, I mean, I have fun. They you know how I feel living twenty four seven. Yeah, you're right, 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 right. That's why you complain about being hot all the time. Exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. I get it, I get it, I get it. I get hey it. man, first shot. Hey. Ah. Woo. Yeah. We kicking in old school, man. You know, it's it's been a minute since it's just been the the two. You know, we and. So why not go ahead and do like we used to? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, disclaimer: If you are in the Theodore area <laughs> of Mobile, Alabama, and tomorrow you may or may not get a package or two or three. I'm sorry. I'm just letting it be known that why? Because it seems like it's been about two weeks. Since we have not been, it, it has been, it's been two, two weeks. weeks since we've been in person. Yeah. It has been two weeks since we've been recording in person. Yeah. So excuse us, because it's, it's about to go down. If a few words get a little slurred, <laughs> that's okay. I'm fine. Right. I just want to put that disclaimer. Out. Yeah. So we are. This is not a uh, a ad, but <laughs> I felt that it was the need because the homie just came back from Mexico, fresh off the plane. And we are on this Terra Terramana Tequila Blanco. Yeah. Small batch. Yeah. The the Wayne the Rock Johnsons. Yeah. The Rock. And we got some daiquiris mm. from New Orleans. Yeah. It's gonna. That's a hell of a mixture. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, uh, my brother, go ahead and continue talking about your your uh, your Earth Day celebration. Yeah, man. So I, we got on did the yacht. Sunday and um, which that was cool. Like one thing I like I picked up from being in Mexico is like they're all about service mm -hmm. and like even away from like the resort we were at, like they're all about like serving you. 
Mm-hmm. Which, is, which that's a different type of deal here. Because it's like, we want service, but we don't necessarily give service. Mm-hmm. But where did they serve you? They serve you. Like, dog, like was I got, it like uh, the royal penises clean your hands type of serving? If I would think if I wanted it to be, it could have been. Not that drastic. But like, all right, mm-hmm. so so for instance, right? So like, would it be on my birthday? Mm-hmm. I got the the yacht ride was free. Oh. I got a bottle of tequila. Oh. Bottle of champagne. Oh. Bottle of wine. Oh. And then start with straight shots and then pop bottles. <laughs> and then we got like an excursion for free. Oh. That was given. And then like everywhere we went, it was just kind of like here, you know, wanting to make sure you were comfortable with yeah. everything. And and I'm just like, man, we don't really do that here in the States. Right. Like we take that type of stuff for granted. It's right. just like, you know, we want we want to be taken care of, but we're not willing to pass, reciprocate that and pass that on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could like everywhere we went, even when we were just out in the city, you could see it. Yeah. And so I, I, I really I, I dig that. Um, man, that's what's up, man. Yeah, man. So it was, it was fun. Like I said, I'm like fresh off the plane. I still got airport on me. Yeah. But uh, you know, like it was to get out. I haven't been out like that in a minute. Me and two got to chill, spend some time together, and got to bring in the birthday mm-hmm. like that. You know. So glad that. Uh, yeah, I ain't got that problem. No yeah, more. man. I'm trying to. I ain't, ain't got to worry about it. Like, hey, yeah, if y'all son. wanna know what we talking about? Go back and listen to that Father's Day episode. <laughs> Like son, let me tell you how you got here. <laughs> it was a it was a weekend in Mexico. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. But it was dope, man. I'm man. just you know, it's I'm just blessed to be here. That's what's up, man. You know what, man? Like I love, you know, I love talking about Earth Day celebrations, man. Because that's how the inception of wooisms came about. You're right. Absolutely right. Yes, sir. And you are probably standing in the same water that I rode through on Sunday recording the first episode. Yeah, because you know I wasn't that, that rich. At I mean, that but time. you you was on the you was on the cruise ship. Yeah. I just decided to fly there, that's all. Yeah, see, see, yep. they baller <laughs> collar, twenty inch blades, only in baller. Yeah, man, that's what's up, man. Because like, I mean, you know, you could you could never like, I mean, the times that we live in, bro. Right. You can't stress that enough. Yeah. About you know, enjoying, enjoying the time that we're here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, it's unfortunate. Like some people that we know won't never get a chance to see 35. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? People that we graduated high school with right. would never have the opportunity to to celebrate a 35th Earth Day. Right. You know, uh, man, like I, I talked about it in the first episode, man. Like, you know, my dad, he didn't go out and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. He worked. Yeah. I mean, I guess that. I mean, he he loved what he did. So I guess he enjoyed it to a certain extent, but like he never could like go out and enjoy life. Man. Yeah, I was like, oh, that can't be me, man. I'm always trying to figure out like what's the next move to try to go out and live life. Right, I, but I think that's like the difference between like our parents' generation, and, like our generation. Mm-hmm. 
Cause like my mom, my mom is starting to get out a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, I remember growing up, like we didn't really travel that much. Like we did exactly. the tra- we did the traditional, you know, like Disney World trip mm-hmm. or whatever. But like that was like twice, and it was like everybody went. So that was like mama, grandmama, great grandma, auntie, cousins. Cause like we just didn't do that. Right. You know, but like now it's like, man, look, it's all about experiences. Yeah. So what can I do to like make sure that I'm enjoying life to the fullest extent? Exactly. And it's it's like, whatever you gotta do, you gotta do, dog. Like, Mm -hmm. no, for like we had a ball for your thirty fifth birthday, man. What you say? A ball. What you say? You know what I'm saying? Like and but that was it was all about like you know what? We here to celebrate our homie birthday. Mm-hmm. So we finna celebrate our homie birthday. Exactly. You know man. what I'm saying? So exactly. it's, it's like, you know, it's life is stressful enough. It is. Like, let's find these moments to really just, what we can be like, you know what? Life is great. Yeah. You know? So I mean, you know, no pun intended, but Future said, life is good. Right. You know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, right. Right. For, for real. Like, I mean, you know, I mean... By us being Americans, man, we always can find something that we can find fault in. Yeah. And or complain about. Right. But at the end of the day, man, it's like, like, you know me, I come in and I I, I fuss or I woo side out about my job. Yeah. About the people at my job. But at the end of the day, I got a, I got a government job. <laughs> right. I got <laughs> benefits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Some people are like, man, you go to work at 5 in the morning? Yeah, I go to work at 5 in the morning, but guess what? I'm off at 2 o'clock. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. I'm off at 2 o'clock. I can enjoy the rest of my day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, man, look, I, I got a, a TSP, Thrift Savings Plan. Yeah. They match 5%. Right. You know? I got all these benefits that I don't even know about. <laughs> right, right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, some people don't have it. Exactly. So, you know, why, why are we complaining so much why are we not enjoying life you know right. like man i tell you um and, and we and we just jumped all off into the to the episode it's man. cool though let's we, go we, we have to go back and uh yeah. you know just everything again <laughs> but you know like my eyes really started opening when i deployed in 2011 mm-hmm. because like i deployed and we we were based out of uh Camp Arizona in Kuwait. And I had soldiers all over. You know, I had soldiers in Jordan, Oman, Afghanistan, there in Kuwait. Um, a few that had to go to Iraq a few times, or whatever the case may be. And um, just being there and having those nationalists there working, cleaning up, yeah. serving us food at the defect. You know, um, driving us around, you know what I'm saying? Right, like right, stuff right. like that on base. And, you know, one time I stopped and talked to them. I, I talked to a few guys, and they was like, man, uh, you know, some people call me LT. Most people call me Woo. They was like, you know, LT or Woo, why, man, you know, why are you talking to them? I said, for one, you never know how good you have it until you realize other people don't have it exactly and i said for two if anything was to ever pop off over here right guess who they gonna come to and find it exactly me yeah because you, you know yeah because you cool with them and bro i'm talking about man like what is minimum wage over here what it's 
what seven twenty five or ten dollars, one or two. I don't know. This okay, so we'll roll with seven twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how much they were getting paid an hour over there? How much? Like a dollar fifty, two dollars an hour. That's crazy. That's crazy. Working eight to ten hours a day, bro. Like the peso to U.S. dollar exchange is mm-hmm. like twenty dollars, yeah. twenty pesos to one dollar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro. Yes, sir. Like, what is like, what is this? Cause like, I went to go buy some, and they were like, it's um, eight hundred pesos. I'm like, whoa, what? And then like, I had to pull out the calculator and, and break it, it down. Like twenty dollars. It, it was like thirty some dollars. Like, all right, all right, yeah. all right. I'm good. All right, we're going on shot two. Shot two. Bam. Oh, bam. Mm. Mm. I promise we're gonna keep the language. Uh, profane language to a minimal bam, I promise. <laughs> Bad look. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. But uh but yeah, man. You just have to you have to learn to appreciate, man, the finer things in life. Um, but big heads, man, the bishop done, T D Hesley. <laughs> Man, man, look, I am happy that you enjoyed your your Earth Day celebration, yeah, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, enjoy, I, 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 I am so happy that you you had that opportunity, man. Um, it's a blessing. It is, man. It's so much a blessing, so much, bro. Like, it's I mean, a, like real talk. It's just like I mean, I I thought about you know we talked about last episode about like all right, what you think about going into thirty five? Yeah, and it's like that. It's like, okay, it's a switch in mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, so, like, I really thought about that, like, over the over the vacation. It's like, bruh, I think about where I was 10 years ago and, like, where I'm at now. And it's yeah. like, bruh, like, I have so much to be grateful for. 10 years ago, man, that was, what, 2011? Yeah, 2011. I was, and what we had in July? Yeah, I had just had my first kid. Yeah, I think I was uh I think I was on Twitter beefing with Young Draw at that time. Oh, that, sound, that sounds accurate. That yeah. sounds accurate. Cause I I know you were overseas. Yeah. So that that sounds accurate. This the timing does. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, timing does. But like I mean, but like real talk, it was just like, man. And so like, you know, having conversations with Tiv and you know, about, you know, what the next five years is gonna look like. And, you know, telling her like what we talked about on the podcast and then really deep diving into like what I really want these five years to look like. It's like, man, if I had thought at twenty five that I would be in a position to accomplish certain things by forty. Right. Like I would be like I'd be like, nah, nah, there's no way that's gonna happen. But like realistically, I'm in a better position now to hand to to accomplish those things than I was really even five years ago. So like I'm just like man, I'm just like in this like I I'm like extremely grateful right now to see another year. Extremely grateful for where I am. Extremely excuse me. Extremely you know like just it's like this this like I'm humble because like I I I couldn't. I could be like other people. Mm-hmm. I could be work situation. It's not. So, you know, it's just one of them situations where like I'm just like, man, I'm glad. Like, thank God that I'm I'm where I am now, and yeah. I'm looking forward to what the future holds. Man, so Mazel Tov, 
blessings and salutations, my big brother. Bow. My big little brother. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, you are over, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Man, look, so we are on episode 76. 76. You know who was, who, wore, I think, man, did he wear 76? I don't know if he wore 76. Never mind. I thought it was Leon that lit, but I think lit wore 71 or 72. I think lit wore 72. Okay. So, no. And then it's just 16 passed out. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Man, we are on episode 76 <laughs> of this thing called Wheels, man. Yeah. 76 episodes later, and we still here. And we appreciate the ones that tune in and keep rocking with us, man. For sure. We really do appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. And, uh,. I guess that whole spiel beforehand was a mental check. Bruh, I'm mentally, I'm on like 20. I'm good, bro. My dog got the extra bonus points straight, on the test. Straight up, I'm on 20. Now, I start new gig Monday, so like <laughs> next week, I might be like, yeah. I feel like I'm in the fire and furnace mm-hmm. with, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and that bad Negro. That but, bad Negro. You know, um, but like right now, dog, like life is life is great, bro. Life is good. Yeah, life the is life good. Is good. We might have to uh, play some future. Yeah, hey, life is good. Hey. Yeah, man, that's what's up, man. I uh, I'm probably on. I'll say like an eight and a half. Man. That's still good. You was on eight and a half last week, so I'm probably on an eight and a half, man. Only only reason why I would say I'm not like a nine or a ten is because, uh, like I said, man, you know we was talking in post production, and uh. A pre-production, I'm sorry. And, you know, I've been having to close. I mean, not close, but, you know, work, work past my, yeah, my yeah. normal shift. Yeah. And, um, you know, other stuff have been coming up in the evening time, so I haven't been able to go to the gym afterwards, yeah. get my workout in, and do what I got to do. Uh, so, so yeah. So that's that's why I'm at an eight and a half, man. Cause I I ain't gonna lie, man. I've really been enjoying my time back in the gym. Yeah, I've really been enjoying it. Now, if I could just get my eating down, I'm with you. If I can get my eating down, I'm man, with you. I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, black boy be fine. Yeah, no. Nah, look, after like eating all these enchiladas and 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 these. Good steaks and chickens and all that stuff. Like I gotta, I gotta go like on a serious cleanse. And that downtown booger wiggy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that A's to the diet. That A's to the diet. That A's. That might help me burn calories. They ain't gonna add to the calorie count. <laughs> Hey man, look, look, look. Hey, y'all might y'all might not have caught that. Y'all might not have caught that, man. Hey, it's all good. Hey, listen back for the replay. Oh man. <laughs> hey, but you know what though? That's a part of being grown, that's baby. It, that is. That's it is. Dog, like that used to be a problem. Like, oh man, man you remember? Like, you remember? <laughs> you remember, you remember, <laughs> you remember some of them conversations? Yeah, man. This, uh, 
No way. Down there. Oh my gosh. I would never do such a thing. Taste that. No, it's like, where's the plate? Plate. That's all I need at the table. Mexico had to offer. And that, yeah, that southern cuisine. Yes, yes. That soul food. Yes. Hey. Yes. Ain't nothing like that soul food. Yeah. 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 But yeah, man. So, like I said, man, um, I mean, you know, I've been, I've been on, I've been on a pretty, pretty good standing, you know, um, it's, it's been, it's been pretty good, man. Good. Um, so I, I can't complain. I can't complain at all, man. Can't complain at all. Good, 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 good. So, we on some good mentals. Yeah, man. Um, I'm pretty sure Jay Easy probably ain't got the best mental going on right now. Right, but I mean, like, I, I mean, I shouldn't be like, man, dog, I can't wait to hear the story. But like, I can't wait to hear the story. Like, I think the story is gonna be fantastic when he comes back. Yeah. To explain it. Yeah. Um, but you know, prayers up for the brother, man, because. It's, it's hard up there for him right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. most definitely, man. It, it's always hard. Like, just trying to do your job. Right. And being away from the family right. as well. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he, you know, he handled business, <clears throat> but, like, he's separated from the family. And then he's mm-hmm. dealing with other obstacles outside of that. Yeah. You know, that's that just adds stress. So, you know, hopefully, man, he'll be able to, you know, manage it all. Especially since he knows how to, uh, he has good stress, according to him. So we'll, we'll we'll see what's up. Yeah, I remember, man. Um, yeah, I remember uh, just being away from the family, being away from the family when I was down in Texas. And uh, you know, this this is when the kids were younger, and. Uh, having to make that trip and that drive like once a month for like nine and a half hours. Yeah. Um, it, it was kind of stressful. So I kind of know how it is for the brother Jay-Easy being away from the family right now and trying to deal with what he's going through. So like I said, we're just going to keep the brother uplifted um, in, our, in our thoughts and prayers right now. And, and you guys, you know, nothing is too bad right now. It's just a little some work related issues. That's all. Yeah, we don't want y'all thinking you know? that like we gotta <laughs> we gotta put him on the prayer for the, Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. sick and shut in list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we ain't gonna we ain't gonna uh, call Sister Hattie. Right. And uh, <laughs> Hattie Belta. And, and and put him on the uh, the robo call yeah. for the church announcement. Right. Yeah, we not. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing all that, but you know we just want to let everybody know. Could you imagine what that call would be like? We gonna pray. For brother Jay Easy, <laughs> for uh, the troubles that he may be facing. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
we gonna say right now mm. that you gonna put a hedge of protection around them, Jesus, mm, mm, mm. and give them some comfort. And it's always that deacon that's praying that's got like the slacks that go to the mid calf mm-hmm. and got the thinnest of dress, dress socks. Like yeah. the dress socks are like super thin. Yeah. To where like you can see his skin color mm-hmm. through the sock. Yeah. But he got he got the clean pointy toe dress shoes on. Yeah. That he gets shined up at least every other week. Exactly. Yeah. With the right now it's hot, so he got the button down short sleeve shirt. The on. short sleeve shirt. Shirt mm-hmm. sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. And, and all of it creased up, mm-hmm. all of it creased up. So, and I always have, I always had a matching vest with the tie. Yeah, yeah, always, yep, always. always. And they sit on the front row with that leg crossed, mm-hmm. like they're reading the newspaper. Yeah, exactly. At the bus stop. Exactly, yep. exactly, yep. exactly. Yep. And the only reason they really sit up there is because they can count that money uh-huh. when they come across. Mm-hmm. They want to gotta count the church's money. Yeah, they gotta count the church. Don't mess with the church. Don't mess money. with the church's mm-hmm. money. Yes, Lord. and they want to make sure to look. The little sign that be stuck on the wall about the Sunday school right. attendance be yeah. right. That is updated accurately. <laughs> it is accurate. Be like, look, it was 16 cents. It was not 14 cents. At, change that four out for a six. Because we got to make sure that the records show. The records show that it was, that it was right. It was yeah. 16 cents. Yes, yeah, 16 From cents. Sunday school service exactly. this morning. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I remember them days, bro. Yeah, man. I remember them days. On the wooden plaque. Mm, that wooden plaque. Yeah, yep. the wooden plaque. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know we went to an old Baptist <laughs> biblical church down south. Man, you know, I ain't never learned like what was the difference between Baptist and Southern Baptist. Bro, I, I really hadn't learned it either. Like, and I went to like you know Bible school or whatever, and they mm-hmm. covered it, but I really don't remember what they said. But the only thing I can assume is that it's just it's different, bro. I just say I'm Southern Baptist because I'm from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nine times out of ten, both Baptist churches are Southern Baptists. You know, like just cats in the South do it differently, bro. Like you know they 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 you know they tradition is enforced yeah. a little more more harshly yeah. in the South. Yeah. So you know, like I. I don't know, man. It's you got you like, man. You got a what is what is sunlight district? Yeah, the sunlight. Sunlight the district. Man, like the sunlight used to go down. It does, man. But like, if you like the pastors and stuff, man, that was set up like the mafia, bro. Yeah, like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. set up like the mafia, bro. That's a whole nother topic. I'm not man, even. Man, look, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the listeners out there. If y'all ain't from Mobile, man, y'all don't understand how the sunlight used to roll. Man, what? You know, they used to have real fleet bell, <laughs> right? Real arch, man. All them revens. <laughs> Man, be up there at the sunlight auditory. Oh, every man. every summer youth on the winning the side. Youth on the winning side, yep. man. You remember the the teas they used to have? Yeah. Do you know the first the first time you know they made the church announcement about the tea? Yeah. At the sunlight, I'm thinking, oh man, we gotta go to the tea. All they gonna drink is tea. Right. I thought that too. I thought the same thing. And Boy, then you get there, you get you be there like, and you like, it's like food everywhere. It's right. like, you can go to different church tables and eat the food. That's how I met all my church friends. Uh, that's how I met all my church girls. That, that, I said friends, yeah, boy. Yeah, girls. That, back then, look, that's, that's statute of limitations. I'm good. Like, mm. dog, that's how, I, I was, that was landscape. That was right there. Till, he loves you, Till. Go again. Till, he loves you, Till. One more time for the Holy Ghost. Tivoli. Sims Hesley. <laughs> Yo. He loves you. Thank you. Thank you. See, thank he ain't catch that loop. Yes, I that, tried yeah, to throw him the oop. That was it. That was but that was before time. So I we tried good. to throw the oop, man. You missed it like eight. 
<laughs> oh man, but that's just like growing up in the church, man. Like we used to go everywhere, bro. bro. You know, we we always love going to the to the to the sunlight, the sunlight. You throw the wind side, man. We always used, to, and this was back in the day, man. Like my church, Nazarene number one, the Greater Nazarene Missionary <laughs> Baptist Church number one in Orange Grove. Yeah. 501 J Blast Street. <laughs> let them know. Let, I had to let them know, man. <laughs> let them know. This is where we was going everywhere. We were singing, boy. You know what I'm saying? I used to hold a little tune. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. You was holding, holding that tenor down out there? Do. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, we used to have it rocking back in the day. And we used to go everywhere, man. And it was just, it, I, like, that's the only reason why, I'm, I'm sorry, but that was the only reason why, like, I was going to church because we would get to go everywhere, <laughs> right? And learn a little bit about Jesus. Yeah, in the in between. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah man. Yeah. So, oh uh, man, I don't know how we got on talking about the the church. And I don't the know teams, either. I don't know either. But, but we got there. Yeah, we got there. We got there. We got there. Yeah. When I think about Jesus mm. and what He's done for me, mm. when I think about Jesus mm. and how He set me free, mm. what mm. I can do? Dance, I can dance, dance, dance. 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 Oh man! Oh oh God! Yes sir! Yes sir! Yes sir! Uh, where are we transitioning from here? Bishop? All right. So man, like um, you know, we talk about we kind of talked about traditions in a sense, right? Right, in like a tradition. Every four years during the summer is the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So the Olympics, they it, it, pandemic threw it off a year. So it was technically supposed to be last year, but it's this year. And so like that's a time where like the country kind of rallies to you know cheer on the people that are representing the U.S. Mm-hmm. And like that's like kind of like it's supposed to be like the best of the best, right? Yep. Well, we got one of the best of the best. But, like, she is being, like, harshly criticized, mm-hmm. causing her to drop out of competition. Right. Which, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Simone Biles. Yep. So, Simone Biles as a gymnast is an absolute beast. Like, it's her and then everybody else. Hardcore. Yeah, and it's not even really close. Mm-hmm. But because of that, the judges have been judging her harshly. As they do. Yeah, you know, because they feel like, they can't put her on the same scoring scale or grading scale as everybody else because she's that far ahead. Well, when she realized that a few days ago, she decided to pull out a competition because she cited it for, at first when it, the story came out, it was like for some type of injury. Then it came out that it was for some type of mi- mental issue. Well, the mental issue was that she just wasn't cool with dealing with the criticism she was receiving Mm-hmm. Although she's outperforming everybody. Like, she qualified for every final that a gymnast could qualify for, even though she didn't score as, high she, as she did previously. So, that, like, that shows, like, how awesome of a gymnast she is. But to know that you're going in on, and you already, like, it's no way for you to achieve maximum scores, not because of your performance, <clears throat> right? but because you were so great that people are grading you differently mm-hmm. like that that definitely takes a mental toll mm-hmm. you know so like what are your thoughts on that 
Man, um, it's just like, my thing is, people are always going to have something to say. Right. You know, and I feel like now we're living in a in an era where more people are starting to come out about their feelings, their yeah. emotions, their mental health and stability. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, we talk about it every episode. Right. You know, we open up talking about our mental health and, you know, our mental state. And, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's people that feel like because you're an athlete or you're a performer that no matter what you go through, that you have to uphold those standards. Right. At the end of the day, man, I'm a person. You know? Um, who am I to judge if what he or she is saying is correct? Right. Who, who am I to say, like, oh, they're just doing bad, so they're going to say they're having some mental health? Who am I to say that? Right. You know, at the end of the day, it's like, Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Exactly. Because if, if I go out there and I don't perform that of what I've been doing, then people have something to say. Yep. If I go out here and I say I need to take a step back to get my mental health in order, people have something to say. Right. That's one thing, man. Like, I try to, you know, tell my kids, like, hey, don't trip about what people say. People talk about your daddy all the time. <laughs> but you think I care about what they say? Right. No. I take that for a grain of salt. Yep. And I get paid it back with them. <laughs> it's nobody in this world that is going to be... I mean, well, I'm, let me take that back. Everyone in this world is not for you. And everyone in this world is not against you. Right. So, meaning, you can't satisfy everybody, and you can't unsatisfy everybody. Right. Or upset them. Right. You right. know? So, I mean, if she says she needed a mental break, so be it. It's... I don't know how many girls on that, that Olympic gymnastic team. Right. But apparently they got to be the best of the best yep. if they made the Olympic team. Exactly. So, okay, take a step back. It should be somebody there on the reserve that could step in. Right. And she was on the sidelines cheering them on when they right. competed like for the for the team final, which USA still plays silver even without her, mm -hmm. which that speaks to the talent of the other girls that are on that team. Right. But it's just like, come on, bro, like, People are criticizing her for being like, basically being like, well, you're not grading me fair, so mm -hmm. I'm going to leave. Well, if you were on your job and you were head and shoulders better than everybody. Yeah. And But you were criticized more harshly than everyone. Been there. Me too. Regardless of your performance, you think I'm not, I'm not going to be cool with that? Been there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah, it's like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be cool with you criticizing me harshly because I'm that good. Mm-hmm. No. I'm, right. I'm I'm not gonna be okay with that. Like, just because I'm I'm a great performer, I do great at what I do, doesn't mean that 
the scale should change for me. Mm-hmm. Because like I'm basically everything I'm practicing and doing and performing, getting ready for this moment is based on the scale that's in place. Right. Don't change it because of me. Man, you know, um, and it's, it's, it's bad that it's like this, but it has to be said. When white people do good on their jobs, they get pats on their backs. Yep. They get promotions. Yep. When black people do good on their jobs, right. It's you can do better. And or they find more to put on your plate. Right. And it's 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 already sad because we're having to do abundantly more. To to be recognized. To be recognized, to measure up. To mm-hmm. Jim Bob. Yeah. But Jim Bob can't do anything that I can do. Right. But yet and still, you're putting us on the same platform. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a situation like that at work. And I was like, dog. Like, they were like, I was going up for a position. And they was like, yeah, this other guy is, like, being considered too. They saying y'all neck and neck. And I was like, who? He don't do this. He don't do that. He don't do this. He don't do that. He don't do this. Dog, that dude can't. He can't. Sniff half of who I am, but you thinking that we level? Nah, talk your shit, Hess. <laughs> it's uh, like, <laughs> it's yeah, like, I got, I got that note. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. It's yeah, like, I'm sorry, bro. Talk, nah. talk, 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 dog. Bro, it's like, nah, dog. You, you know what I'm saying? You ain't even in my arena, cause you know. But it's because he's white on black. So it's like they almost take, they were taking my performance for granted, even though like I'm smoking everybody else, all my other peers. Yeah. So like I like just like you said, I'd have been there, bro. Like, and it's like I'm already. And what's crazy is like they look at what we do, mm-hmm. and they don't realize how hard we have to work to be who we are. Yeah. Like just every day, as black men, in general. Exactly. Like, they don't realize that. So, like, they take for granted how hard it is really just to walk in the door mm-hmm. in the morning. And so, they think it, like, we make it look easy. Because it's what we do. It's mm-hmm. our life. Bro, that's, it's so sad. It, it is really sad that we have to work extremely hard. And, but, it's what our ancestors did. They had to work extremely hard. Yeah. To get the monkey off they back. Right. You know, no pun intended. Yeah. But it's like, you know, um, I don't have an issue with saying, man, like, I've been at the post office for almost seven years. I think I was part-time maybe close to three years. Right? Yeah. Working hard. Like. Grinder. I started out as a carrier, you know, before I moved on the inside. So, until my eye finish up at one station, go help them out at another station, you know, just so I can get 40 hours a week. Yeah. Working with no benefits. You know what I'm saying? Like, tired, man. And, you know, when I got... When I when I got promoted to uh, a PTF, which was kind of like full time, mm-hmm. 
Well, we get the full-time benefits, but one full-time, you know, I was still busting balls. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not getting, not getting, you know, recognized. Not saying that I'm the type of person that I don't care about. I see you grab your, your shot glass. You want another shot? Go, I got let's you. go for it. I, you know, I'm not one that that cares for accolades. I'm not one that cares for you know somebody to to say, oh, you know, Kendra, good job. Even though my love language is words of affirmation. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. My love language is words of affirmation, but I don't look for people to, you know, tell me great things. Hold on. We finna take this next shot. Bam. For the hiss. Mm-hmm. 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 Ooh. Ooh. Child. Mm, sweet baby Jesus. All right. Mm. Jesus is turned water into tequila today. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, and for y'all that don't know, Jesus know my heart. <laughs> and he know my mouth before I speak it. And I did say speak. You an Old Testament. Spake. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but even still, man, I still carried on. I still did what I had to do, you know. And and I heard it took you know some carriers that I was close with in in my station to say, you know. They don't even um, commend you what you do in the office, Kendrick. I said, that's okay. That's fine. Right. You know, but once I made full time, yeah. once I got that that union behind my back, yeah. <laughs> Kendrick stopped doing all the extra. <laughs> right. <laughs> I ain't no more need of doing the extra. Right, because I'm here. Because I'm here. Right, right. You know, because I, I pushed through. And, you know, all they could say was, Kendra, this needs to be done. Mm-hmm. This can be done better. When I do the job every day of the week. Right, right. I don't need you telling me what I do every day. Right. I know what I got to do. Right. You know? And it's just like, I mean, even in the military. Yeah. Bro, we get, I, you know, I was an officer in the military for six out of my nine years. We got evaluated on what they call an OER, Officer Evaluation Report, right? I can't tell you how many times that I missed out on a top block because my white counterpart was white. <laughs> just simply because he was white. But just That's it. Yeah. Sorry, it's I don't know what. But because he was white, he got that top block over, over Kendrick. Right. Over, over... Uh, Lieutenant Wooten. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I, you know, like, and, and that's one thing about me, man. Like, you know, even when we was in RTC, man. Like, I, anytime, like, I could shine, I was loving it. Right. So you could just imagine what I was doing for a paycheck <laughs> right. in the military. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, and not getting the accolades, not get, not getting the top block, not getting promoted to the next level because. My white counterpart was white. Right, right. Dog, that's just like it's it's such an uphill battle, man. Always. And so that's why I feel like it's so unfair for them to be doing her like that mm-hmm. because like she's already black. Right. And I think they got the Asian girl. It's Asian on there, but everybody else is white. Mm-hmm. So like the sole black gymnast that you have. Not even only representing the U.S. Mm-hmm. She's representing the Olympics. Yeah. Because if you see all those promos, whose face are they showing? 
Simone Biles. Oh, that's who they showing. So it's like, man, so like you you're using her mm-hmm. for what you need her to, but then telling her it's gonna be harder for you to succeed because you're so good. Like that makes no sense whatsoever. I I I can't fathom how if I was in if I was at my job and they you know and they did that to me like how like I'm like no man but you know what they always do that um they they and I'm I hate to say but they that we're speaking of right now are the unseasoned chicken <laughs> facts facts they always do that they always use that one colored person that the world loves yeah Right. You know, and, and I hate to say it, right? I got a frat brother, one of my neos. You know, he uh he he was paralyzed from a car accident. Oh man. But he had a scholarship to UAB, play football. Mm-hmm. You know, when UAB went through that whole debacle about taking the football team and I think archery and some other stuff away because the uh, Alabama Board of Directors right. wanted to shut everything down. Political. Yeah. Guess what they did? You know, we rallied and we had them free my UAB. Yeah. That was the hashtag. My UAB. Free UAB. Say UAB football. Right. Bring UAB sports back. Right. All that good stuff. Who was at the front? Who was at the helm? My Neil. Yeah. The black guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. They just using him for, you know, publicity. Yeah, basically. For a face. Yeah. Bought the football program back. I, you know, um, I had it recorded. The first game that they came back, man, they had him come out there on the field, hold a flat, uh, football up. It was on ESPN, everything. I love this this, this kid to death. Mm-hmm. But I told him, I said, hey, man, sit back and think about it. Man, these people are using you. Yeah. I understand that you're getting some stuff up out of it, but they're overall using you as the face mm-hmm. of UAB football. Right. Are they giving you a paid position on this coaching staff like what's the what's the real reward besides just like you know yeah. just just like some small trinkets and stuff you know maybe they, they they maybe they did cushion his pocket i don't know but i know overall they were using you as a face and that's what they do in society right in society they use those black people that are most popular yep just like some people said that the NFL was using Jay-Z. Yep. You know? Um, I mean, we can go countless, man. It, it's been going on, like, multiple times. Like, I mean, I'm, I, 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 you know, I'm getting a little brain fart right now. <laughs> but it happens. Yeah. You know? And, and the thing about it is, man, like, it, it's sad. It's sad that, you know, like you said, on the Olympic stage... They can use Simone Biles as the face. Yep. But yeah. then the world turns <clears throat> on her when she says she has a mental health. Just like um Naomi Osaka. Right. But the same thing would happen with her when she was like, you know what, like I gotta take, you know, a mental break. 
And they were like, ah, you're an athlete. You should have the mental fortitude to make it through this. And it's like, well, who are you to judge me for that? And it's like, mm-hmm. with, with her, at the time, she was the hottest thing in, in tennis. So she took off what it was the French Open. The French Open. In Wilmington. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She just played in she played in the Olympics, which she got eliminated um, representing her country of Japan. But it's just like, bro, like, bottom line, like, if somebody says, and, like, you got some people that just view it as an excuse. And some people probably do use it as an excuse. I ain't going to say that like they don't. Yeah. But, you know, if somebody's like, look, man, mentally, like, I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. Athlete or not, like you got to take that for face value. Yeah, you got to. You got to. You got to, man. Uh, I mean, just at the end of the day, like, I mean, I don't care if if it's an artist, i.e., Kanye. Yeah. Oh man, Kanye. I don't care if it's a sports figure like Simone Biles or Naomi Osaka. Yeah. If it's a Charlemagne the God. You know, whatever the case, it could be it could be a white person, right? It, you know what I'm saying, Kevin Love, right? Kevin Love, Kevin Love is big on talking about mental health. Man, like I watched the shop episode he was on, um, maybe last year, a couple of years ago, but he was talking about how like he left a game and walked across yeah, the street. I remember, I remember hearing to that. his condo and was like, I can't do it, mm-hmm. like. Like it's mental health is real, man. Like, yeah. like it's and it's, it's old school cats. One of the things they never address, but like we're in a time now to like where it's so many different resources and people you can talk to to try to help you through this. To where like you have to recognize like, look, I got some type of mental issue that I need worked out, and like it, it we can't view it as like a disability because mm-hmm. it's not always a disability. You got some people that are, but it's not always that. It's like, you know what? I got a lot of pressure on me right now. Yeah. Excuse me. And I need and somebody with an unbiased opinion that I can talk to to help me work through what I'm going through. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's like, it's it's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. And, and, like, the way that the culture is set up is, is, is conducive for you to do that without being judged, man. So, like, I, I would just say, man, look, if you got... You need somebody to talk to, man. Reach out to somebody. Got to. Because, like, times are too hard, like, to just be walking around here not holding on to all of what life has thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Work through some of those issues so you can be freed up, and then you can then, at that point, live a better life and then help somebody else. Exactly. I couldn't say it better myself, big ass. I couldn't say it better myself. Hey man, um, <clears throat> before we go to commercial break, man, shout out to my oldest daughter <laughs> that's uh up in the kitchen whipping up whip whipping up whip the food for daddy <laughs> whip whip whip. Hey man, there's some of them girls, man. They take care of you. Well, I mean, I gotta send a text out like, "Hey, can you can you put the food on?" Hey, but at least, but at least, like, you knew who to send the text out to. You you knew not to send it to the boy. Hey, hey, that right, Janaya. Hey man, look, um, we gonna take a real quick commercial break, 
Uh, we're going to hear from the sponsors. Um, what a sponsor. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, probably put some little bit more in the cups. Yeah. And when we come back, man, we got a subject that we must tap on. Yeah, it's a local store. That hit close to home. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to go to commercial break real quick, man. This is Woo Wisdoms. We'll be right back. Hey. Yeah, it's your boy Jay Easy, and you're locked into Wooisms on Inspire You On Air, the new beat of the bay. Today's episode is sponsored by Bell Enterprises LLC. Bell Enterprises is a consortium whose overall mission is to encourage, empower, and equip individuals to live, express, and be their very best selves. Bell Enterprises offers natural and holistic spa products and services within the oils wells product line fellas their big 10 beard oil is a beard oil like none other it's a unique blend of 10 essential and carrier oils specifically designed to condition hydrate and grow your facial mane the big 10 beard oil also nourishes the hair and the skin beneath. For only $25 a bottle, you too can have that luscious beard like your boy Woo. So go to www.silversmoke.ltd to order your bottle today. We back, we back, we back with this thing called Wooism. Yes, sir. And we just had like an intermission conversation with the homie Ross, the King of Dallas. The King of Dallas. And the, and the homie. Y'all gotta stop it. Hey, nah. No. Look, I witnessed it firsthand, bro. You, the King of Dallas. Okay, well, Sean, can you speak on it? Hey, look, a little man. Bit? Hold on, let, let's introduce the other guests we got on the phone. And then we got the homie DJ Lenny. DJ Lenard, DJ you know Broken Heart. You know what I'm saying? D DJ, DJ uh, Wu caught his. His braids, his dreads. <laughs> DJ, oh baby, <laughs> that old baby, hey baby, hey baby, DJ Hurricane Chris, and hey, that's baby. and that's DJ Lenny. If you know what I'm saying, not only our homeboy, you know that's the uh, DJ Lenny from the uh, the podcast, the, the Off Safety. Safety podcast, man. So y'all check it out whenever y'all got a second, man. But don't listen to it more than y'all listen to Woolism. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. <laughs> But look, man, the King of Dallas, bro. Like, I done witnessed it firsthand, bro. Like, everywhere we went, like, he took us to some fancy spot, like, where the calamari was just, like, off the calamari? chain. Calamari? Calamari was just Was off it the... fried or was it grilled? It was fried. But it, it was fried fresh. Fried fresh? It looked like somebody went and got the squid out the tank and then fried it. That's I can't what... even say it three times fast. Fried fresh, fried fresh, fried yeah, fresh. Yeah, it was fried fresh. <laughs> and, you know, so, like, and then, like, getting in the spots, like, he walked to the door and like it's a long line and Ross just like I got four with me and they like typically we don't do this you know but because you Ross I got you so like, no, like straight up so like look that's the king of Dallas as far as I'm concerned like I don't care what nobody else say that's the king of Dallas. That's the king of Dallas. All right? man, look. Hey man, man hey y'all need to do hey y'all need to do all my intro because uh Y'all niggas be lying. Hey, dog. It ain't a lie. I witnessed it. Before, it was just off assumption of what I saw off IG. But look, that's that's what I witnessed firsthand. So much so, till I don't even remember everything that I did because it was that great of a time. That's how much I witnessed. 
Man. In the King of Dallas. Hey man, that's like I, Sunday fun day. I can tell you that. No. Uh, Sunday fun day. I will never come to Dallas again and not participate <laughs> hey, in the Sunday fun hey, day. Hey, hold on. Before y'all go, let's just keep it edited. Let's keep it a little edited. I don't want y'all. Look, we got a little drop and we can bleep some stuff out. But I can't bleep everything. Hey, out. shout out to, uh, you know, I know we got a DJ on the call, but shout out to DJ SB, man. You know, the homie Brandon, the homie Head. Shout out to him, too, because he doing his thing out there in Dallas. Man, that's what's up, man. You know, but we still got the homie DJ Lenny14 on the call. Man, Lenny done changed his name about 12 times since I've known him since 2005. Look, I think his like his his name changes as his cars change. Like, he done went from, like, vehicle to vehicle the, to vehicle. Oh, I, I, I thought you said has his carbs changed. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, on mute. I was the <laughs> but you know, I ain't gonna lie, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we got the homie man, the homie DJ Lenny man. Look, free pub. You know, make sure you, you know, what I'm saying you book our boy for, you know, not only your DJ needs, but man, he a photographer too. Man, he do that. Look, hey, he out hey, in the Atlanta area hey, getting Lenny, to them. Lenny out there. Lenny done took it to a whole nother level. He hustling, man, boy. Man, forget that. Lenny is doing um Pornhub. Triple X. Hey man, like, I'm kind of worried because I feel like the reason he's hustling so much because like Tony beating him at the house. That's what I kind of feel look, like. I feel that too. And this is a platform where we <laughs> encourage men to talk about the things that they're going through. Because if you have listened to the Woodsons podcast and y'all understand that me, Big Hess, and Jay Easy, like we talk about. Like our feelings. We talk about mental health and mental stability. And I'm so glad that we were able to get Lenard on the episode tonight so he could talk about, you know, the things that he's going through. And and, and don't get me wrong, I love Tony to death. Like Tony is the best thing that happened to Lenny, but I am afraid because I really do feel like she beats him at knife and tell him to Get in the bed, turn to the corner, and go to sleep. Turn to the corner. <laughs> he's he the little spoon all the time. Yeah, he's always the little spoon. He can never be. I'm definitely going. I'm definitely listening to our safety <laughs> on the next episode. Cause I know he's going to fight out. He's going to fight out. <laughs> you know it's coming, bro. <laughs> I already know. Oh. But you know what though, like. Like I, I've seen I've seen Lenny like progress through the years. Like man, Lenny Lenny brought me to tears one day. Man, he said, "Hey, nothing's wrong, but I just want to tell y'all that I love y'all and I appreciate y'all." And that just made me think, man. Like besides Big Hess and Boo Man, when I first came to UAB after Katrina, I ran into Lenny. And Lenny's dreads are the same length in 2005 as they are in 2021. And I met him in Hickson Hall. He said, hey, I'm Lenny. I said, hey, what's up, guy? I'm Woo. And we've been gelling ever since. Then we became line brothers, and we never agree on anything in life. Anything. But I reached out to him and said, Lenny. Hey, it's okay. You could talk to Wu. I understand that you might be you might be going through some spousal uh 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 
work. She working on you. She beating you. She giving you that work. Like the malice in the palace. Hey, it's dog. okay. Talk to me. Hey, bro. Like, I'm not even like fearing Lenny. I'm fearing, fearing Tony at this point. Because I'm like, if she do that to Lenny, like, I can only imagine what she's going to do to us. So we probably need to slow down. Well, I'm going to file a lawsuit. Lenny can't. <laughs> I ain't well, I tell you, boy. I ain't scared it's to go to the call payback. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> they, they riding this mug out of the road. And look, he's going out the top of the dome. Lenny can prepare for this. <laughs> I already know. But see, you know, like, it's been a while since we done had, like, some wooisms and all safety little, like, inter- intercourse beef. So it, it's, we overdue. But you're not, uh. man. Nah, man. You know. Did he just say intercourse? Yes, he did. He didn't say pause and that. Hey, though, I we, tell you, boy. Hey, bro, we've been, we, we been on that. You're you the most using the wrong name. <laughs> I don't care, man. Where have you ever known me to say something that's right? Nah, that is true. That's the first, that's first thing I agree with y'all. <laughs> we agreed totally there. <laughs> this is the first time since 2005 me and Lena agreed. <laughs> But no, nah, man. So look, um, like I, I, real quick, man. I know y'all probably don't know, right? So we want to introduce this next topic, and it, it hits close to home. Um, we had a kid here in Mobile. He was the 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 starting quarterback coming into this next season. Black kid and McGill Tulin. Lenny, you don't know about McGill. Um, McGill Tulin is one of the private. Uh, High school. I know about McGill. You act like one of no McGill people at UAB. Man, who? I don't know no McGill people. Gio. Gio went to. Gio went to McGill. Man, Gio don't count, man. <laughs> That's where he went. Man, we talking about real. <laughs> we talking about real people from McGill went to UAB. Hey, yeah, stick to man. He gonna believe, right? That's real people, right? Man, I thought that nigga was real. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't real to me. You mean to tell me we had an imaginary friend like everybody had the same Man. <laughs> I mean, some people had some imaginary friends. Man, but everybody had the same one, though? Yeah. So shut up. Let me talk. I'm on. We on wood. Change the story, man. All right. All right. So look. So we had. So this this happened like, what, this week? It was a, a, black, a black kid. Uh, starting quarterback going into the next season at McGill. Uh, some things happened. So, uh, basically, it came down to the kid withdrew from McGill and went to Blunt, both of 6A schools. So, he withdrew from McGill, went to Blunt, and he's the starting quarterback at McGill. Basically, when you start reading the article, the coach really threw him under the bus and was like, we had rules and regulations here. He left because of his hair. Nobody else knew that until the coach said that in the article. Right? Oh, so, yeah, Dred? So, no, it come, comes to, come to find out that the kid, like, I guess bleached or maybe dyed his hair to get, like, a different color brown in his head. And the administration was against it. So the kid or the parents withdrew from McGill and sent him to Blunt. What are y'all so, thoughts on this? I think <clears throat> this uh, just going off of your initial story, how you explained it. 
Racism still alive. They just they ain't even considered it no more. They don't even care. They just don't care. Because how does does not have to does not dictate how a kid is. If he's a good kid, I mean, kids want to beat his head. That's what folks are doing now. I mean, you just got to. I don't think. I think a lot of times older people just tend to always be stuck in their ways and. For McGill, with them being a Catholic school, they want to quote unquote uh, have, you know, certain rules, well, hidden rules or whatnot, and try to have a standard. But that kids, they drink, do drugs, and do all that stuff. You know, lots of they, it's a lot of they cover up too. Even when we was in school. Oh yeah, absolutely. So they got the power and the money to cover it up. So it's like. Just because a kid died here, I'd rather take a kid that died as hell than a kid that that's on cocaine and all this type of stuff. Which those kids over there, those kids I know from back in the day did that. But, so, oh. so uh, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. So, if so, everybody that's listening, um, and if y'all want to look up the article, it's in al.com. You can go Google. the The headline for the article says McGill Tooling starting QB Freddie Davis withdraws, enrolls at six A. One rival blunt, and if you go down, this is what the coach said. Yeah, he said, "I don't know." He said, "We have certain policies here." about hair and shaving and dress code. If someone doesn't want to follow those policies, they have the option of leaving. Maybe his hair was too important. No this this was this was the first it's a black quarterback. But this no, was no, no. who's the backup quarterback? Uh, I was right about to ask that wrong. Uh they that they named they somebody. named they named the backup quarterback, but I don't know if he's black or white. It's in the article. Well, it's not even about that being the color. It was more so, you know, those people got, uh, how should we got boosters? And those boosters can dictate who they want to be in that spot. And they but, feel like, now go ahead. But Ross, okay, you went to, we'll say a PWI of high school. You went to Davis. You was the starting quarterback over at Davidson. I was seeing you. Did you have any backlash or did Coach Vic, would he take anything? Like, explain to us, like, do, no, do you no. feel like th- this would have been you in that situation? No, because from the standpoint of where, where I was, at, at the time I was going to Davidson, yeah, we would consider a PW, like, a PW. You know, white school with her. But, I, people gotta understand, we had people from Roger Williams and all that, like, from the projects coming to our school. Mm-hmm. So, in our sports, on our 22-man roster, we only had four white guys start our senior year. That was the two twins yep. and the two linemen. I remember them. That's it. Everybody else was black. Basketball. The only white person that I played with, well, I didn't even play with, it was Coach Ryan, sir. Everybody else was black. Mm-hmm. 
So we never, I never, I never like physically uh, just experienced anything like that. But at the end of the day, it was certain things that I see as a looking back on that, you know, it kind of played to what, like probably played to what, what race probably came into it with everything. Mm. Because I look at it like, COVID was a, I don't have nothing bad about COVID or anything like that, but it's more so a, you ain't finna sit here and tell me that out of our senior class, only two people get scholarship. And we write in football. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not, you ain't, that's just mind-boggling to me. In two years, we went 24 and 4 in two years. And no one, not even a D3 school, not even a D3 school, not even D2, anything. We only had two people. So that goes from, I even heard a story, you know, years later with my, my dad's friends. He, like, I bumped into him and he found out who I was or whatnot. And he told me straight up, he said, we were, it was Tuskegee. And I'll never forget, Tuskegee was recruiting me and Timothy King, the other the quarterback for Theodore. And he ended up getting a scholarship for Tuskegee. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> I'll never forget me and uh, Terry Rogers, we sitting down talking. I said, man, I had more yards in him, more chest down him. That's interception, all this. How did he end up getting it? Mm-hmm. Well, years later, come find out, a coach told the recruiter, He's hard to coach. Now, if anybody know me, I'm a chill, laid back guy. I ain't like I go with whatever flow is, stuff like that. But for people, for that whoever, I don't know what coach told him that because he never told me. But for that coach to say that to the recruiter, it had me thinking: How is that possible when every Saturday morning for my Sophomore and junior year, y'all up here arguing about if I'm playing defense or offense. Every year, every Saturday, there was never a Saturday they came in and I played both ways my my sophomore and junior year, and there was never a time where on a Saturday they were arguing about nah he need to play more offense he need to play more defense. There was never a time they not have an argument on Saturday. But however, I would say I'm hard to coach. Now I might ask, okay, we got all this talent here. Why are we not using people in certain aspects of, you know, using a skill set? That probably be, that probably be something that they felt like, you know, he's hard to coach because he's asking questions. But what football player would not ask questions if you have certain people with certain skill sets and you combine that skill set? Mm-hmm. So that's, like I said, but man, it, it, I don't think that's ever going away. In sports or in life or whatnot, I just hope that that kid did the best, made the best uh, choice for himself, and he can keep moving and uh, get all this stuff past him. Because for a coach to say he don't know what happened or he just shows his hair over the over the school is that's just a cop out to me. Because there's more stuff to it, and I'm quite sure it is. What do you think about that, Lenny? Girl, I wholeheartedly say that the coach is on some whole stuff. Um, 
Man, we we experienced it too, man. Uh, like I said, man, it, those coaches have favorites, man. They got they got agendas too, man. Like they're, they're human, so they're gonna have their agendas of what they want to push. Um, I just sent y'all like a, a little video of Drewski playing a joke about it, how high school coaches be. It was it, it, it was supposed to be funny, but like a bunch of athletes who live through that, they they don't find that funny. Like you know the coach. I mean, he'd be coaching practice, and people will come up there, recruiters, like, hey, man, tell me about this guy. He's like, oh, man, he's, uh, he's just not a good fit for your program. Like, they'll tell a coach that somebody's not a good fit for their program. Like, mm-hmm. And I don't understand how the recruiters would just be okay with that. Like, how do you know who's a good fit for my program? Right. I like the way he plays, so let me let me talk to the kid or let me – uh, whatever the rules were at the time, I know they couldn't they couldn't directly talk to them at first. But, you know, it's, it's steps to that, but but still though, like coaches do have agendas and they do play into favorites, man. Like it's like, man, well, well, I know he's good, he's strong as a horse, but check out little Billy over there, man. He he does what I tell him to do. He's very coachable. Now he's not as athletic, but but he 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 can he can definitely contribute to the program. He's real smart. He can probably help tutor the kids. I'm like, bro, listen, man. These coaches have agendas, man. It happens, bro. Okay. Like, I, I... Well, let, let me ask. Let me ask y'all this. Okay. Um, me, Lenny, and uh, Hess, we we got sons. Ross, <clears throat> you coached before, so how would you feel? And hey, anybody could take this to start out. How would you feel, one, if? The policies in the handbook have specific guidelines about dress code, i.e., uh, from the top to the bottom, from your hair to your uniform, you know, um, to how you carry yourself. Speaking as a parent and as a coach. So let me take this first. <clears throat> so I. If, if that's what's in the handbook as far as what's like if, if it clearly states that like this is what it is then like I can't necessarily be mad when they criticize him for bleaching his hair or whatever but as the parent also I should make sure that my kid is in the best position not only to achieve athletically but be his best self regardless of what setting or environment he's in. So I'm not going to put him in an environment to where he's having to sacrifice himself just to be a good athlete, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not going to necessarily send my son to McGill Tulin just because I feel like that's necessarily going to be the best spot for him if I know they have those policies in place. Now, as a parent, if I already choose that, then I can't be mad when they say, okay, well, your hair's color has changed and, you know, you need to change it back. I knew that ahead of time. I can't be upset with that because that was set before, like, from jump. But as a parent, also, I can't, I just couldn't put my son in that position like, no, nah, we got to find another another school because I don't want you to, to be restricted as far as who you can be as a person, just so you can be a good athlete, if that makes sense. What do y'all think? I agree. So, I mean, you, you put the kid in the school because apparently you thought he was going to go further at this school. 
um, you know, the circumstances change once you get in there and you really expose some stuff you didn't know that they had set up for them when he got there. Now, I did the, I think the parents did the right thing. Like, hey, man, to get these people, I'm going to go ahead and withdraw you. We can go here because I feel like you're good enough to make it anywhere. You got to just put that kind of support on your kid mind. Um, but, yeah, man, like the, the, the comments in the paper, man, like, you know, that that's some stuff that you can – I, w- I would press charges with defamation of character. Folks do this stuff all Facts. the time, man. Uh, like, like he's 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 pretty much putting an image on this kid without getting the kid's side of the story. And and it's a minor, and they know you know you putting this in the press. The press is impressionable. I put a lawsuit on both the coach and the newspaper for putting it in there. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to put man just at this point support the kid and make sure you're behind him a thousand percent, man. Like, I, I would never, you know, go in there and be like, well, kid, well, son, you knew we knew the rules before going in here, so we just need to cut your hair. No, that ain't that ain't how it is, because you, you giving, you teaching him, I feel like you teaching him the wrong lesson if you go support the school at a young age that, that's going to follow him for life. Like, he going he gonna to really appreciate what his parents did for him later on in life. You know, just standing behind him and, you know, calling BS on what the school pulled. But, Lenny, let, let's, uh, since we don't have Como on, <laughs> and I do listen to our safety. Well, we know that if Como was on, he wouldn't have anything to say about his hair changing colors because he ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be an issue. I wasn't going about. there. That wouldn't be an issue you had to worry about. But, let's play devil's advocate, sir. It's in the handbook. Was this handbook presented before you got Lenny, the handbooks are always presented before every, well, either before Uh, or the first day of school. And it it talks about dress codes. It talks about standards. Like, I tell y'all, right? When I got my kids into the magnet program here, I had to go to a parent, uh, superintendent, school board meeting. They talked about all these codes of conduct. They talked about uniforms. They talked about policies. At the end, the parent had to sign. Even on the first day of school when when my... uh, Eight-year-old Kenley, when she went to uh, Mertz, they sent back the 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 policy, the school the school policies, the the conduct, the dress code, the, all that. The parents had to sign, the kids had to read it, they had to print their name, all that stuff. So it's there, it's presented. And let's go a step further because I listened to either. What one or two episodes ago, Lenny and y'all talked about Shakari Richardson and the rules are the rules, bro. The rules are the rules. So how can you go around the, around that now? I didn't well, say go around it. They did the right thing by putting them in a different school. Well, Mumu, I'm trying to catch y'all, Lenny. So with this situation now, y'all, you talking about marijuana? You talking about somebody dying in hell? That's too too extreme. To me, but if it's but, in the rule book, okay. Even with that, rule book says a lot of things. 
They don't follow that rule book all the time, so they mean tell me they gonna they don't they, I, I personally feel with this story, I don't think the kid just dyed his hair out of the blue. I'm quite sure there's other things that's happened to where he's like, oh I'm dying my hair too. I'm quite sure we know you know Caucasian kids like to have blonde hair sometimes, but their hair ain't blonde. Yeah. I don't think they're going to him about that. So, I don't, like I said, I just don't think, and I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'm just wrong. But I don't think with this story, I don't think, I think it was a reason or uh, there was, there was some kind of uh, idea like, oh, he's doing this, so I I can do this too. And it probably got um, caught up in that kind of crossfire, maybe. But I know as far as like when I used to coach uh, Pop Warner, uh, the organization that I coached with, it was a it was a predominantly white organization, but it was basically like dates. I put it like that. Yeah. It was considered white, but they had we had all the kids from all different types of backgrounds. But we always always had a dress code. Jersey had to be tucked up there. Uh, the armbands, wristbands, all that. There was, you, you couldn't have like three or four different uh, wristbands on one arm and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So we wanted the kids to be in unison with, with everything. Um, so I get, you know, that there's rules to the rule book and all that type of stuff, but I just think with this, with this I just think it's more to it that they're just not telling us, in my opinion. Okay then. Man, um, me personally, man, like, 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 like Ross said, man, marijuana and dying hair. When, when white kids, we know they dye their hair way more than black people. Come on, man. But at the end of the day, man, like, if you want to go that route and, and use that angle, if it's in the rule book, all right, son, let's get you somewhere else. And that's what they did. They went in and them in a different. But school. are you? But but really, are you? Huh? Now, 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 we finna, hold on, man. Lena, we finna dive into this a little bit deeper now. So, all right, so the rule book say that you can't dye your hair. If you have dreads, you can't wear them at a certain length. So, because your son wants to dye his hair and be different from what the rule book say, so are you basically gonna uproot him and take him somewhere else? So, basically... You're saying if we could find a way around the rules, we could we could break the rules. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm that's saying exactly what you're saying story. because you was like they basically no, no, did. No, no, no. You're no, no. Words in my mouth. You basically you, you basically said you basically said they did. Oh no, 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 you're not gonna put words in my mouth. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. No, but, what I said was, and I've always been this person. Look, mm-hmm. it's 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 uh in this life you got choices. Yeah, yeah. You can live with the consequences of your choices, then by all means, go off. Like, if you want to go and do something, just be prepared for what's going to come with it. Like, you can go dye your hair, son. I don't I don't, I don't have a problem with it. If you want to ask me for permission to dye your hair, go dye your hair, son. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't care. But you know that with this school, you can't do that. So we're going to have to go and put you somewhere else. 
if he okay with them consequences, then fuck it. Let's do it. Let's run it. I think that's the thing, too, is just, like, it, it comes a point to where, like, you have to draw a line and allow your kids to make decisions for themselves. And not only just so they can know what it's like to make a decision, but so they can deal with the rewards slash consequences of that of that decision. So, like, at, what, 16, 17 years old, if your kid decides, hey, look, I want to dye my hair, all right, cool. Like you said, Lenny, like, it's one of them things to where, like, it's certain, it's a reward to where, like, you know, you, like, outside of Wu drop the mic, okay. it's one of them things to where you can, you know, you're going to look nice or whatever, you know, you probably got girls that's going to look at you a little differently or whatever, but the school says you can't do that. So we got to take you somewhere else. Now, if we're looking at a private school versus a public school, private school has different resources versus the public school that does. So, like, it's not going to be the same when you go over here. Although, Blend is a really good program. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, act like it's not. But those are things that you have to consider. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm one for, especially at that age, like, you got to make decisions for yourself and, and work through everything that comes with that decision. Um, but just for me as a parent, even at 13 or 14, I'm probably like, you know what, looking down the line, I don't know if this is going to be the best spot for my kid because it's going to put them in a box and I don't know if I want that. But see, you know what? And I'm going to say this, right? This is one of the things so this, this is what, this is what I got an issue with. Right, so a lot of our colored parents are sold on these dreams that these coaches or maybe that they think that these private schools hold to teach our kids, right? So we do whatever we can to appease these institutions. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, which I mean, like I'm with you. Like I feel like that you can still get a quality education in the public school or magnet school or whatever, versus having to pay for your kid to go to school. I'm right. I'm right there with you. So, so we get sold on these dreams of these quote unquote good programs, right? Yeah. Uh, your son can come over here on a scholarship to play for us. To have a chance at a better education, right? Yeah. This is what this is what's being sold to parents and or kids in the Mobile area. Yeah. How do I know? Because I have friends that have kids in these programs, and I also coach in the high school level, right? So. These parents feel like their kids going over here to make something better of themselves than what they had presented to them. But these programs only want to use their kids for what they can offer, which is runs to championship titles. So they're filling these kids' heads up with false ambitions and false hopes. We have the biggest alumni 
in Mobile County at John L. LaFleur. I cannot tell you how many people that I went to school with that have their kids at the Faith Academies, at the St. Paul's, at the McGill Tours, because they feel like their kids have better chances at winning in life. What are we teaching our kids? I don't understand that to the death of me, man, because here's the thing, man. Um... I feel I don't really feel like that's a better education. I just feel like um, it, it's it's a, you know, they the numbers are, are very skewed on that. Right. Plus, man, mm-hmm. you can you got them teaching our kids. Yeah, they might they might be showing favoritism to in the classroom. They might pass my kid because of what he could do on the field versus really teaching him life lessons and and making him earn the grade. Ain't no money. He get off and go to college and he he running into a problem like, damn, I thought it was like this. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't really trust the private schools. I would rather my kid be in a public school. Facts. You know, just just for that particular situation, man. Cause the thing about it, man, if you if you just take it all the way back to the first time, you know, with integration, man, I, I felt like that was you know, going back and looking at it, you know, as an adult, I was like, dang, that was the problem, man. Like, cause at the time before integration, man, we were being taught by our own people and we were still excelling. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a lot of a lot of the educational stuff of us getting led back held back on things was when the white man started controlling what we were learning when we integrated so all right yeah we they come into our school but now they're gonna learn what we want to want to want to teach them they're gonna learn what what we put on our curriculum they're gonna learn everything that that we control that's just like in texas they 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 fucking just passed a bill that says that the teachers can't tell that the kkk was morally wrong and they took all out learning about Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. So you mean to tell me in this bill, y'all can tell the public schools to tell them kids that the KKK weren't necessarily wrong in their actions? And at the same time, you don't have to teach them about Martin Luther King? Come on, bro. Like, like I don't, that's why I don't, I've never really been a fan of the private school method, man. I, I'm, I'm cool with the public schools. I see more black teachers in the public schools. If it is a private school, make sure it's a black private school for them. You know what I'm saying? One of those charter schools that are run by black people with black teachers and faces that they can be familiar with. So all that stuff, man, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. So when it comes back to this situation with this particular kid and his hair, I'm with the parents. Hey, man, listen. If we can put you over here and get you on a better, better sports scholarship, let's let's try it. Uh, and it didn't work out. He wanted to dye his hair. I'm gonna take my kid out. I don't see. Uh, based on what you're telling me, I don't know much about the situation. The parents aren't the ones bad mouthing the school. It was the coach yeah. bad mouthing the mm-hmm. kid. Yeah, so it was the definitely parents, the coach. They, yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. The, the parents have already accepted. Like, hey, he wanted to do it. We already knew the ramifications. We moving on. Let's just agree to part ways. Alright, so, so we got we got we got we got what Lenny said. Ross, you you as a coach or you know, what what is your take on this? We're gonna go around the room. We got Lenny take what's your take on it, Ross? I mean, as a coach, I wouldn't care about the dying of the hair. Um, you wearing a helmet anyway, so they ain't gonna see you. Uh so it that wouldn't never bother me. I don't care if it was in the handbook. Now, you know, I, I would like for if you, for as a uniform, like the uniform stuff like that. Hey man, like the, on Deion say, you look good, you play good. I, so you know, I I would want you to be in code with the uniform, like 
far as like being on the field and all that type of stuff, but I just think a lot of things are just getting blown out of proportion when it comes to today's kids because I look at like we were young at one point as well. It was things that we did that uh, did, if we go back ten years ago what we were wearing, man, you look at yourself like what what like what's wrong with me? But I mean, it's just that, that time of, it's just that day in the age where kids like to have, you know, what a hair with different coat. You see it in, they emulate what they see. They see it everywhere in the NFL. Uh, you don't see it with the NBA as much, but they see it in the NFL. They see Odell. They see, uh, what's the guy he played for Philly? Uh, I think he was the Patriots now, but I can't think of his name. Tony but Jaylen he had green hair. Jalen yeah. Mills, yeah. Yeah, you see him, I mean, their goal is to get to the NFL. And they saying, all right, they do this, and people, man, we all about swag, looking good. So, I mean, and I'm quite sure, like I said, I'm quite sure there's more to this story. So, there's, and for the parents to not act a certain way when a coach says something, because you know certain parents have been saying something. Oh, man, what? So that further kind of let me know, understand that what kind of parents that he have that's backing him. So it's it's almost like, all right, y'all let McGill. We have McGill. Like, okay. Typically, like, what folks say, oh, you go to five school or whatever, you get a better education. Well, that's not always the case. It's just like, so for the most part, they just have they have more resources than some of the public schools. Yeah, they put their numbers to, you know, schools there in a in a in a lower community, you know, where they don't have as much resources as, you know, anything else. Davidson was a public school, but they they had good teachers too. Yeah. So, you know, it's just those type of things. But I just think at the end of the day, everything starts starts at home. Well, you like you got to be a parent to your kids. You gotta let your kids express themselves. Cause a lot of times you get parents that don't want the kids to express themselves or tell you how they feel about certain things because they just don't. The parents just don't want to hear. But I just think that's that not the way that you should parent. All right? Yeah, your kids have feelings. You should let them express their feelings in a respectful way. And then as a parent, you should be able to have a conversation with the kid. That's how I feel about that situation. I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure there's more to the story. I'm quite sure within a week or two, y'all gonna hear more about the story. They ain't gonna make sense as to what, why they did what they did. Because yeah. he, like I said, I just don't think he just. I think with all these kids at this school, I'm quite sure he's not the only one that that comes that that, that beats him. I just think me, I can't picture that. Yeah. I might be naive about it, but I just, I can't personally picture just one kid out of all those kids in that school that died his hair and he's the only one that got the pop. But you know, like, you, you were starting quarterback, Ross. You know, like, you know how it is. Like, you guys are, like, high profile. You know, you, you technically, like, the face of the team. So they probably looked at it as, like, man, the face of our team has dyed his hair blonde. If he was an offensive tackle, 
I don't know if that would have been. Care. Yeah, they, it might not have been that bit of an issue, but like since he was the quarterback of the team, and he was gonna be the starter, like the coach stated, he was gonna be the starter. You know, so like he scrutinized to a different level compared to anybody else on the team. So like, but I think it just depends on how the kid. How is it? If the kid is a good kid, and he's not disrespectful or anything like that. I don't see me personally. What's the problem? I, I don't see what's the problem. Man, I'm gonna tell you what the problem lies, bro. At the end of the day, there is a code of conduct, a rule book, a uniform policy that is put in place. And mind you, on top of that, my no, 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 he had the opportunity. That's even worse. No, listen to me, sir. Listen to me, sir. Listen to me, sir. No, listen to me, sir. You're right. He had the opportunity to fix it before school starts. He's not in school. Okay. So that's even worse. No, no, that's what that's probably what you know what? As you said that, I don't think about it. That's probably what it is. And obviously, like, I, that's, that conduct is for school. And it ain't for uh, playing football. That's like, that's, that, that's a, how you define a loophole? That's a loophole that he found. <laughs> no, that's, that's, no, that's, no, that's, no, 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 no. No, 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 we don't know. We don't know. We do not. Yes, he was filling it. We do not know if this school is gonna have cameras out there early, watching them, uh, getting media takes or any of that. Right. Yeah. So I if, if you if you that, if you that conduct is sir, not for the sport. My guy. Not. My guy. Uh, now, my I guy. If you not. if you are going into the season. As my starting quarterback, as the face of this program, you need to be the face of this program at well, all times. This day, Hold on, let me ask you this then. So they need to show, with that being said, they need to be wearing uniforms going to practice? You need to be in uniformity. So if that means you no, need no, to, no. so that means, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. yeah, you yeah, you're school. right. You're right. You need to be in uniform. So that means if we in uniform, man, no, 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 you, you, just, you just asked me a question. You just, you just asked me a question. You just asked me a question, and I'm finna answer it for you. So you said, do that mean they need to be in uniform on the football field? Yes, sir, that's right. No, 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 you did say that, black man. And you gonna listen to me? You gonna listen to me? No, bro. You said uniform. You said uniform. Now, if we on the football field, and and and, and you got, you know what I'm saying? No, bro. You know exactly what I'm saying. At the end of the day, Darius Ross. If you are the face of my, if you are the face of my football team, hey man, hey, now listen, 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 listen. 
Listen, if you if you are the face of my football team, and we going into the season, we just came. I don't know if the media is gonna be at there or not. You need to be in uniform. If that means you need to be in uh, semi sets with with the football. Man, that ain't what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. I don't uniform, care. So. You need, be, you, you need to be looking, you, you need, you need to look about. the part. You need to look the part, bro. What I'm saying is, if that, that, that guideline policy is for school, if they're not in school, he should be able to do what? what but what, but what they practicing it? But, but what they practicing it? But what I'm asking, okay, what I'm asking is, when they show up to practice, should they be in school uniform? Why is, why is Larry Johnson calling me that? Does he know yeah. that we on the podcast even though we not rewarding life? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. So answer that question. So they should wear a school uniform to practice in the summer. No fool. What's, what's the difference, fool? But if if look it's no school, no, no. What, what, so, what they practice okay. Alright, Darius. Okay, so tell me this. He said Darius. Tell me this. Government. You you run a business. You contract somebody out. To do some business for you under your name or your company. Shouldn't they abide by your rules, whether they doing stuff locally or or uh going out of state? Tell him when people bring this up because that's totally uh, to me. That ain't different. different. Shut up, that fool. That ain't different. We talking about yeah, I think kids, that is different. We're talking about kids. Okay. I think that's different. We're talking as, about a, kids. as a as a as a I like it. As a grown man, if First of all, you gotta be a good person. So if you out there doing some shady stuff, then that's something totally different. This ain't shady what this kid is doing. He's it's just an appearance that he just altered his appearance with his hair for the summer. That's all I guarantee that's the only thing he was doing. How we this know summer workouts, man. Well I can't we ain't know that. We don't know that. But Well, I will say this. I still I, I still will say, say I will I say, say this. Say I will say this. We we are recording. On a Wednesday, I did see something where it said they going live on Facebook on Friday. He's doing an interview. So, we might do a little hot take after this Facebook live interview on Friday when we have more information. But we just going off what we previously know from these articles that have been uh, released. Well, I just think they in the school, so he can wear it how he want to wear it. That's how I look at it. And, I, and that school book, and it's, uh, to me, the school guide, the policy and guidelines are for school, when school are in, in sex, to me. That's just for me. Mm-hmm. If I ain't in your school, if I'm, not into, if I'm not in school taking class doing all this type of stuff, that guidelines don't, those rules and regulations don't apply for the summer. That's because they might well be in school year round. Man, I'm sorry. I just, I just look at it different, bro. I just look you at looking it. at it. You you're looking at it from the standpoint of like rules, bam, bam, bam. This is this, this is this. If you, you right. if because you show, I'm, if I'm you show, wait, hey, okay, okay. So it's funny, people. It's funny that you say that you need to follow all the rules. I guarantee you, them coaches ain't follow no rules. But guess what they do? And the principal knows what the coaches are doing. 
But they ain't saying nothing. They mm-hmm. ain't, only time they'll say something is when somebody get uh say, speak up or they get caught doing something. One of them boosters. Mm-hmm. Man, come on, man. Well, I don't have nothing else to say about this right now. Like I said, supposedly I did see something where they going. He's going to do a uh, Facebook live interview on Friday, so we'll have some more information after that. Um, and if possible, we may we may do a, we may do a little a little hot take and put that out there after the fact yeah. when we hear his side. But I'm just speaking as a parent. I know me personally. I would tell my kid, hey, man, you you know you know what's what's put out there in the rule book, you know. This is funny. This man Wu is sitting up here and telling us about some rules and we all know Wu. <laughs> hey, but that's different. You know you know Wu. Well, but, but, but you know you know Wu as Wu. You don't know Wu as the parent. Sometimes, bro, we gotta do but stuff. We gotta do like stuff this. different. So you, we have to do stuff right? different that we do for ourselves that we wouldn't do for our kids, or we would put our kids in these positions. You know what I'm saying? Like me personally, I would put, I would, I would, I'm teaching my kids like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not telling you to conform to what society is saying, but I'm telling you like sometimes in your jobs, you have to abide by the rules. And look, and you to make it for. Guess what you can do if you don't like those rules at your job? You go find another. Get what you did. You went down But how many times, right? You can you find. But how many times can you leave a job and find one just like that? I've always, I've always been me. I would never leave one job if I didn't have nothing in the tub. Yeah. So tell me. So you so so you think that these people? So you think that they just with the butt just go to butt without even talking to nobody? No, dog. That, yeah, they. Have I don't that. have the, I don't have the information, Ross. I can't say. Assume, I cannot say. Assuming, assuming though, like they had to have. I, I can't assume because if I assume, I make up out of me. And yeah, you. yeah, you're right. You're right. But like, well, I, this I'm, whole conversation is an assumption anyway. So what are you talking about? No, yeah. it ain't assumption we, because I because I read I read the article. What's up? I read the article. I only can go on what I can see so far. So that's us what do you think of look at the definition of assumption. <laughs> I got I, look, I got the facts what the what what the uh the reporter put out there. <laughs> that, All right. That's what I'm saying right now. Alright, man, look. Alright, we got the King of Dallas, man. We appreciate you, brother. Hey. Oh yeah, hey, Friday, twelve o'clock. LegendPlus1.com. We dropping new merch for females. Hey man, don't be don't be pumping on here. You ain't pay us. You ain't pay us for no sponsorship. Hey man, I'm with y'all. Go on here, brother. Go on. You got one. You got one free on Wizards. Go ahead and, and do what you do. Hey, right, so as they call me the King of Dallas, I'm not really the King of Dallas, but uh, we got uh, Legend Plus One. We got new merch coming for uh, for the women. On Friday, dropping at 12 o'clock, the website is legendplus1.com, where you can also get your post gear that, you know, Wu and Shannon has been supporting since day one. And yes, sir. also, you can follow me on IG at Tidal, that's T-A-A dot D-O-W. Oh, good, man. We appreciate you, bro. Ross, always, bro. You know, it's always love, man. 
Right. I just, but, I just got, I just got played devil advocate at times. Y'all know me. I'm the antagonist. I know. That's why it's always a good conversation because everybody can't agree on the same thing. <laughs> Man, but, hold on. Hey, did 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 Larry text you? Yeah, he did. I don't know. I ain't read it yet, but he texted me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, bro. Lenny already fell off, so. We appreciate you for joining us for this second half, bro. Really appreciate it. All right. All right, then, big homie. All right, bro. All yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, man. That was that was a, that was a good conversation. It need it needed to be had. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's the wrong one. Oh. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, what my what a woo side. Wusa. 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 This moment of the episode is everybody's favorite moment in the episode. It's the Wusa moment of the week. Sometimes during the week, you just go through something where you just got to take a step back, rub your ears, take a deep breath, and Wusa. Let it out. Big Hess, I know you just came off this great, elaborate yeah. birthday celebration. Do you have a woosah moment by chance? I do, man. Okay. Look, man, hey, COVID is still real. It is. Like, <laughs> it's crazy how, like, we over in Mexico and, like, folks are looking at us crazy because we got masks on still. And it's like, they're like, oh, like, you see them all of a sudden, like, getting uncomfortable and like, oh, snap, I need to grab my mask. And it's like, it's a hindrance that we're wearing a mask and we force you, quote unquote, to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And the way that the, excuse me, the media and and politicians are talking about COVID now is really dividing the country, if you think about it. Right. You got the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And the unvaccinated, in my opinion, are just coming from a privileged place. Just like, I don't feel like I have the right to be vaccinated or not. Which, you're absolutely correct. Like, you have the right to be vaccinated or not. But you can't be upset at what comes with being unvaccinated. As far as looking at sideways when you don't wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Because you're not vaccinated. Or, you know, just in general, like, just not being vaccinated, considering that the symptoms are not are not as harsh, and it it's more than likely to prevent you from spreading the virus to someone else. Yep. So like, I'm not here to tell you whether you should be vaccinated or not. I would say that I'm vaccinated, and my wife is also vaccinated. But like, if you're not going to be vaccinated, just accept what comes with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Accept the fact that like you're going to be looked at sideways. Be sure to wear your mask if you're not going to be vaccinated. Yeah. Like, just wear it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Even as a vaccinated person, I still wear my mask. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Just out of protection of, you know, my mother and my grandmother are both vaccinated, but I don't want to pass anything on to them. Mm-hmm. So, like, just, you know, number one, the COVID's still real. Two, you know, regardless of your status, be cautious and make sure that you're being considerate of others. Whenever you're out in public, mm-hmm. um, 
But you know what I'm saying? Like, look, I can't, like I said, I can't tell you to be vaccinated or not. I can just tell you that being vaccinated, it, it allows me to be able to move about a little bit more freely and have the confidence that if I do catch it, I'm not going to be as bad at, off as somebody that's unvaccinated. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, just carry yourself accordingly. Man, I'll, uh, it, it's funny that you said that because I was actually, that was going to be my Wusa moment as well. So, huh. I'm just going to tag on, on, on what you said. Yeah. Like, it, 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 uh, it disturbs my soul, like, the number of people that come in the post office, right? Because I guess they still have this directive that says when you go into a federal building <laughs> that you still have, you you must wear a face covering, right? And I can't tell you how many people come into the post office and they're like, oh, do I need my mask? I'm just like, come on. And then they start to talk and it's like, uh, they make y'all wear a mask, and I say no, they don't make me wear a mask. <laughs> right. But the fact that I'm I'm fully vaccinated. Yeah. And I I told this to one of one of the customers that came in. It was like, oh, uh, do I need my mask? I'm like, man, look, you already in here. Come on. And it was like, uh, do they do they make y'all wear y'all mask here? And I said, no, they don't make me wear my mask. It was like, well, why do you wear it? I said because it, it it's it's nasty people out here still. <laughs> And, really and I'm fully vaccinated, and I still wear my mask because I don't trust you nasty people. And I said, <laughs> you nasty people. <laughs> I, yes, I will say that. Yeah. You know, like, I don't trust y'all. You know? So, uh, what 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 Head said, man, look, I, I'm going to say it. Like, and then people say, man, it's people that still getting sick, and they got the vaccination. Look. It's a vaccination. Right. It does not. It is not the cure. Yeah. To just end all be all. Right. It's a vaccination. It's the same vaccination that we got when we were young for the measles, mumps, chicken pox. And that reduced the amount of people that got it. Exactly. You people still get flu shots every season. Even though the I don't get flu shots. Nope. And the strand changes like every 15 seconds, it seems like. But people are so against Corona, the the, the COVID shot. Yeah. That, oh, it's not going to save anything. And it, it, people still getting sick. It reduces the number of people of being terminally ill. Right. It reduces the numbers of passing it on to someone else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a vaccination, just like any other vaccination. You tell me one medication that works 100% every time you take it. Exactly. Can you do that? Nope. Can you name five? No. Exactly. So just get it. Y'all so worried about the government trying to corrupt, the government trying to track us, all right. this other stuff. That's stupid. They rushed it. It ain't going to work. Well, I tell you what. I went and got mine. Both. Right. And I still wear a mask. Yep. So, holler at me. That's all I got to say, man. I'm glad you said that because I wanted to tap on that too. Yeah, man. It's crazy, bro. Like, I mean, like, you get on elevator with somebody, like, scrambling to get their mask. And it's like, well, why didn't you think about to get your mask? 
before you got on the elevator. Exactly. You know, it's like, bro. Like, and then they be coming in the post office with their shirt over their nose. Oh, do I need my do I need my mask? Man, come on. I left my mask in the car. Well, you look stupid with your shirt over your nose. <laughs> right. So, like, but you didn't want to wear a mask. Right. It's like, come on, man. It's a place of privilege. Exactly. It's, that's where it's coming from. Like, man, I, I mean, that's stupid. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm over Americans. Yeah. I'm over Americans. Straight up. Man. <sighs> you want to take one more shot, bro? Might as well, man. You ain't got to go to work in the morning. I, I sure don't. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't worried. I ain't worried. I ain't worried. I ain't worried at all. I'm sure I'm going to grab me something to eat on the way home. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, well, people, Big Heads, you got anything else you want to say, brother? Look, man, you can catch us on the Inspire You On Air app every Friday and Saturday night from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Every Friday and Saturday. Bro, that's the best you said it. I know, right? And I had to think about it. Hey, since Jay Easy couldn't call in, man, look, uh, check us out on our website, www.wooisms.com. You can catch all the episodes there, and you can go and get some of the latest merch. Man, if y'all follow me on my IG page at K underscore D underscore Wooten, y'all saw that I posted one of the shirts on the website. It's the Black Podcast Live, uh, Black Voices Matter, I'm sorry, Black Voices Matter. Black Voices Matter shirt on our website right now at www.wisms.com. Man, please go check out the merchandise that we have on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all want to make a donation, please make a donation because we are investing back into what we're giving out to y'all. Straight up. It's just not one of those podcasts where we just pocket money or whatever the case may be. Every every cent that we bring in, we're investing it, trying to bring y'all new and better content, and we're trying to build this and make it grow. And we cannot do this without you all's help. That's Jay Easy Spill. Man, look, I ain't got nothing else to say. We're going to take these shots. Yo. It's your boy Woo. It's your boy Big Hiss. Jay Easy. Man, we love you, bro. And uh, since we were talking about hair, man, how about we just let a little bit of sir take us out tonight? Let's gonna take this shot. We take this shot. Mm. Salute, bro. Salute. Mm, mm, mm. Ah. I've been going silly for the west side. Mm. You might catch me rolling where the breath's right. Mm.
This episode of Wooisms is sponsored by Bell Enterprises LLC. Bell Enterprises is a consortium whose overall mission is to encourage, empower, and equip individuals to live, express, and be their very best selves. Bell Enterprises services clients with an offering of products and services that enhance, accentuate, and express the fullness of a marvelous life. Bell Enterprises offers natural and holistic spa products and services within the Oils Wells product line. The feature product this week is Big Ten Beard Oil. Big Ten Beard Oil is a specialized blend of 10 carrier and essential oils. This oil was designed with close encounters in mind, so it's lightweight and it has been tested on both sexes of all ages. Big Ten Beard Oil keeps your beard soft and shiny, helps to soften, hydrate, and condition, and will shut down all of your dandruff and dry skin issues. Bell Enterprises LLC, minority owned and operated, God orchestrated. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wooisms. It's your boy Woo. It's your boy Big S. J Easy. You can follow your boy Woo on every social media platform on IG K underscore D underscore Wooten and on Facebook Kendrick Wooten. You can follow your boy on all social media platforms at Big underscore Hesley. Yeah, you can find me on IG at J underscore E E Z E Y. But look, y'all follow the podcast on IG at Wooisms Pod. Find us on Facebook, Wooisms Podcast. You can also see us on YouTube. Check out those videos, Wooisms Podcast. And don't forget to go download the free Inspire You On Air app in your app stores and tune in each and every Saturday night from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. for all the new episodes of Wooisms. And don't forget we're going to drop on every podcast platform that following Monday. Hey, also, if for some reason can't catch us either one of those days, catch us on Fridays on the Inspire You On Air app from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. And we out. Yeah. yeah.